And hello, good people of interest. It is I, Tommy Kelly. This is Adventures in Woo Woo. This episode is the monthly divinations for patrons over on my Patreon. And we usually do 40 servants, one card readings. Where we thought we'd shake it up a bit this week or this month and do some bibliomancy. Bibliomancy is essentially just picking a book. Um, it's mostly done with the Bible, but you can pick any book. And you uh, ask a question, close your eyes, open at a random page and point at a line. And there is your answer. It can be surprisingly effective. But one thing, again, as always, I want to preface this whole uh, video with, um, I suppose not a warning, uh, a disclosure, uh, kind of some advice. Uh, recently we've been talking on the channel here about uh, superstitious thought and magical thinking and those kind of topics and it kind of went out further into the Discord and so we had a larger conversation. Um, so I just want to reiterate that's how I see divination, as advice from a friend, a different perspective, a different way of looking at things. Have you seen it from this angle, rather than the divine word of God? If you want a job and you do a divination to say, will I get a job, and it says no, it's just advice from a friend. It's not, you don't then, you know, be, let it become a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, still go to the job interview, still do your best, whatever, and it might turn out you still get it. It's just... We can sometimes allow these external forces that we've given more power than they're probably due to have a bigger say in our lives than need to be. So it's advice. It's a different perspective. It's not the, it's the word of God or it's not that. Does that make sense? I hope it does. That's how I see it. You can choose to see it completely differently. That's how I see it. So let's get to the questions. So Craig... We'll start with some 40 servants. Craig wants to know, what has been blocking my memory recollection since like forever? Um, I'm always tempted <laughs> for me to answer these questions. But people aren't asking me the questions, they're asking 40 servants. So you'll ask the 40 servants. Okay. The road opener. So, this, well, the road opener, like the, the kind of Ganesha correlation that has in the road opener is the, you know, the obstacles in your path and the remover of said obstacles. But the reason he was able to do that, or is able to do that, is because he's the person who put them there in the first place. And so he knows where they are and knows how, how to, you know, dismantle them. So in this, I would suggest what has been blocking my memory recollection, like since forever. If we take the story of Ganesha and we see that there is a block in your life, there's some sort of obstacle for you remembering something, then it would suggest that at some point you deliberately blocked it or hid it away or didn't want to think about it and in all, you'll have to uncover that like it's a thing we do you know with some kind of horrible experiences you know we kind of we try to we suppress them like that that's the, the term uh, because we find them too hard to deal with um, so uh, yeah I mean it's tough you know go digging if you want but like there's a good chance you know you're gonna have to do some heavy heavy lifting on your shadow work and deal with some things maybe get a therapist Maybe, uh, you know, uh, talk to someone who's been on the same path as you and has uh, dealt with the same things. But uh, yeah, good luck with that. But I would suggest, so to work with the road opener as that kind of uh, archetype, but also suggest that you've done, the, the reason is that you've done it. Okay, Cash, is my work situation going to be okay or do I need to look for something else? Hmm.
the adventurer. Okay, cat. so this would kind of say that you can't know, in a sense, and things are too much in flux and things are too out there, but that that's okay, that that's the way it's meant to be, if you want, or that's how it is, it's the only way it is, and, you know, the way things are, the way things are, and to just go with it, to kind of just take it as it comes, see it as an adventure, right, rather than trying to, you know, keep it all together, keep it... Um, understand it, get, you know, get assurances from us, know exactly how it's going to work out, all that. That just from the, at this point in the timeline, to borrow a phrase from Gordon White, um, it's, you, you can't know. And so therefore you just have to treat it as it comes. But be okay with it, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy the unknowing, enjoying the adventure, just going with it. And rather than seeing it as a nightmare, as stress, as hassle, as something to be dealt with, just kind of go with it and with a positive mental attitude and see how it goes. Um, and good luck. Robbie, do I need to concentrate on abjuration for a while? I always find, here's a little uh, <laughs> two cents from Tommy, that if I've been doing a lot of magic work, say I do a lot of sigils or have a lot of things on the go, there is a point where I have to do the opposite and kind of, not necessarily banish, but just get like clear the altar and start again, start afresh. It's, it seems as if things get tangled up too much and that can kind of stagnate things or things get a bit kind of messy and murky and sticky uh, and so it's a good time so it's always in a sense in a banishing way um i'm assuming that's what you mean abjuration in the sense of the opposite of conjuration uh, so you didn't ask me so what's the 40 say yeah so it's the monk so that's that's yeah that, uh, yes and um, so you need to go into silence you need to retreat you need to go back you need to remove all the things the uh the shiny things from your life all the kind of um, baggage, all the extra stuff, and just going to a very kind of um, basic needs of things. Very kind of, yeah, basic, silent, the least amount of effort, not laziness now, the least amount of effort that you need to do to do things in the sense of be wise with your energy. Don't overexpend your energy needlessly and conserve it. But again, not in a laziness kind of way, in a kind of a... Retreat, in a retreat, a type of way. So yes, yes is the answer. Do I need? Yes, you do. Uh, Matt, what is a good starting point or direction for me to begin working on becoming an online content creator? Just start. Just do it. It takes a while. And the more you do it, the, the easier it becomes. Not the easier it becomes, the less you get uh, feel perfe perfection, the need for perfection around it, and you just do it. And the only way to learn is by doing it. Again, not asking me. The dead. So in this case, it, the part of the dead is the knowledge of, of people who have done this before, who have, um, it's, you know, the, that have already gone through this experience and to kind of look at what they've done, learn from it, and uh, apply it to your own life. Um, it's that Tony Robbins phrase that's famous, you know, uh, success leaves clues that I think he stole from Jim Rohn. Um, mightn't be, uh, allegedly. Uh, so the, the kind of idea would be, if so, look at the content creators you're, you enjoy, uh, have a look at what they do, how they did it, maybe do some, you know, like a Udemy course. If, you, if you've, you've literally no idea how to say, um, upload a podcast to all the podcasters, you know, start looking at some YouTube videos on how to do that. Learn, see how different people did different things, and then just do it. But it is, the dead is suggesting you look people who have done this before, 
who've already experienced this, gone through this, who have knowledge, maybe talk to some people if you can. Um, and yeah, just kind of look at what's happened. Don't try to re, uh, I suppose, don't rewrite the rules or don't try to, you know, have an, a completely novel approach when, when there is kind of probably good rules, good strategies already in place by people who've done it before. That's the suggestion. Okay, Spear. Will my husband and I be, be able to pay off our home this year? Well, I sure hope so. I hope you do. Again, this is a perfect kind of example of what I was saying at the beginning of, if this is no, or if this is yes, don't let that affect how you then go forward. It's just advice from a friend. If someone, if you met someone for a coffee and you, you asked the same question and they said no, have, have the answer for a divination to have the same weight as that, in that, okay, they might have some inside information here, but you know, they're not psychic, or they haven't access to the future, because as yet written, unless you believe in predetermination, uh, the, the talk for another day. They deplete it. So, okay, so the idea here is that yes, you could, but it would leave you in a situation where that's all, all your energy goes into it, and it could be very tiring, it could be very stressful, it could take an awful lot out of you. So yes, it could be done, but at what cost? And you might be fine with, with the cost, but that's the kind of, that it will burn you out. It will, well, I mean, literally, if you're spending all your money on paying off your house, you will have no money. You know, that kind of way, it's like you will deplete your, your rainy day savings, your, all your savings, all of these things, but that might be worth it for you. So in that sense, yes, but with terms and conditions. Joanna, what is the right direction for me now? And Joanna wants some bibliomancy. For bibliomancy, my book of choice is Tom Stoppard's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern Are Dead, which is a play about two characters from Hamlet, two kind of secondary characters, and he kind of tells their entire story. It's really funny, uh, really interesting. It's a great film with Gary Oldman and uh, Tim Roth. That's worth checking out. So let me see. Joanna is asking... What is the right direction for me now? I find that uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern give kind of cheeky answers. Still faces front. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, I would suggest, what is the right direction for me now? And the answer you got is an actual direction. Face the front. Go headway into it. Do what you, you know, go towards the thing that you're going towards. Um, keep at it a continuous kind of motion forward. I suppose you could say, well, if I don't really know what I'm doing, how do I know which way is forward? Which is the way that feels like you're getting somewhere, rather than which is the way that feels like you're, you know, you're going backwards. Literally, like, it kind of, and that's, without knowing, I suppose, your entire situation, it's very hard to give you specific advice, so it has to be non-specific. So it's like, which, go in the direction that feels like you're going forward. Face forward and move that way. Or if you're already doing that, continue in that way. Interesting that a, an exact direction came up for your question. Um, Cobra, I'm, am I on the right career path or should I try something new? Bibliomancy again. Right career path, trying something new. Wasn't that the end? Gildenstein says, wasn't that the end? So, am I on the right career path or should I try something now? Haven't you already done this? Aren't you already finished with what you're doing? Haven't you achieved what you want to achieve? Why are you hanging around? Wasn't that the end? 
Johnny Fevo. Uh, I'll take the bibliomancy, um, and it's take the offer as a question. So should it should should he take the offer? Now I'll try you. So that would suggest to me that yes, you should take the offer. Rosencrantz is saying, no, I will try you. So try the offer, try this thing. It's suggesting maybe that in the past, it felt wrong to take this offer or the wrong timing or something, that it's not the first time you've been offered it necessarily or something like this, um, but now is the time to try it. Interesting. Natasha, uh, I'm always down for new types of divination. So uh, Bibliomancy, please. My question is, what's my next step? Grabbed with both hands, I should say, if I, if I were asked. Okay, so grab something with both hands, jump into whatever it is that comes up, whatever it is, that's, um, whatever it is that you can do next, jump in it, grab it with both hands, and uh, really go for it. So, Catherine, is now the time to make a big change? He caught us on the wrong foot once or twice, perhaps, but I thought we gained some ground. Okay, so that's an interesting one. Again, go back to questions. It's time to make a big change. Um, he caught us on the wrong foot once or twice, perhaps. So it's kind of saying that maybe there was some false starts in previous attempts at making a big change. Um, but now, that you're in a better position to make the change. There's kind of something in my head about the big change thing that seems um, it's kind of confusing the issue. There might be some needs for change, but not like not drop everything, not sell your house and go to you know go live on Mars or anything like that. But you know that kind of level of big change. But that yeah, that, that there was um, we're caught off guard on the wrong foot previously, but you've gained some ground since. So um, the thing that you want to achieve, you're in a better place to do because you've learned something out of it. Um, with some hes hesitancy in my head about uh, the notion of big change over uh, moderate change, perhaps. Max, should I try starting a side business or focus on the work I do now? Also, I'm not familiar with bibliomancy, but open to new things. Well, hopefully you understand what bibliomancy is at this point. Should I try starting a side business or focus on what uh, I'm doing now? <laughs> Ross is, you know, I've no idea. <laughs> Sorry about that, Max. I'll actually, I'll give you a 47 card on that as well, just because that's not helpful whatsoever. But it could be the thing that, you know, it's an unknown quantity, that uh, if we're to not believe in predetermination, then um, it's hard to say. Okay, so should start a new side business or focusing what are doing now. Or it could be, if, you, if, if it's coming up with no idea, either could be fine. You know, which do you want to do? The carnal, which makes you, which is more sexy? Which is the more sexy decision for you? Which makes you feel better about yourself? Staying where you are or doing something new? If you have a choice that both, both can be as successful as, as each other, which do you want to do? Which is the bit, which, you know, which makes you feel good? Jason, 
uh, I think Bibliomancy would be cool. My question is, what have I overlooked or missed recently? Okay. It's kind of landed on tree lines, the way I think it. It's, uh, it's all right for him. He can sleep, but he's got us now. Um, it's all right for him. He can sleep. So there's a notion in there, I suppose, that to not get too carried away with um, feeling like it's all right for him, he can sleep now. It's like it, he, that's how it's working for him. So to not, in a sense, compare yourself to other people or to try and reenact what other people are doing or to follow the exact path or prescription other people have, that's all right for them. They have a certain reality or they have a certain circumstance, but um, you've got yours. And the thing I suppose that can be missed in that is not looking at your own circumstances, but trying to maybe fit them in archetypically, or you know, trying to join the dots. Um, in it, it's like putting everything into, say, like the tree of life. You know, it's, some things don't fit in the tree of life, and you can miss things by trying to, you know, push everything into everything. So, like, it's someone else. It's all right for the, the, these people. They can sleep. There's a deeper thing going on here, Jason, that I want to point out, but um, we'll talk. We'll talk later. Um, it's alright for them, they can sleep, you do you, that's what it's saying. Um, Rory, what's the best attitude for me to have in any day-to-day -day work life right now? For context, I'm self-employed and kind of, uh, a word I don't know, reconnoitering my whole career, re, oh, well I know, I know what it is by context. Um, Bibliomancy of 47s. I'll do 47s because we have done a bit of bibliomancy. What's the best attitude for me to have in my day-to-day -day work life right now? And that kind of question suits the 40, I think. The desperate. Okay. So that, that would suggest to me... What's the best? Without getting like, it's not saying don't give up, don't get into the despair, etc. But have a look at the, the bad stuff. What, what's going on? What needs to be changed? What needs to be dealt with? Rather than just hoping these things work out by themselves. What is the bit about the, your situation, about your job, your self-employment, all of these things? And if you're trying to recondition your life or rechange your life around or whatever it is, what is it the bits that are actually wrong? And really look at them and try and fix them. Um, deal with them. You know that old expression, wherever you go, there you are. So it means you, you, know, you create the world around you by your, your thoughts and your, your feelings and your, all of these things so that if you run away, you will find that your problems tend to also be in the place that you have uh, run away to. So unless you deal with the kind of stuff that makes you feel despondent and desperate and sad and in your current thing, by re-jiggling up your life, while they might in one form disappear in that you know that that uh, say say you're at uh, an office and there's one person really annoys you and you run away from that office to a new office what you'll find is there'll be someone else in the new office that's equally annoying until you deal with how to deal with annoying people and then it doesn't matter so it's kind of look at the kind of nuts and bolts of the things that are hard to deal with that cause you distress and deal with them um, because everything else is just going to end up being um, a recapitulation of the same type of stuff if that makes sense Bira, what can I do to improve my relationship with my HGA? And some bibliomancy. Okay.
invoke every day. Not the invoke often. Oh, I'm going again because I looked at the page. Didn't mean to. Hey you, what's your name? Come out of there. So, find your name. If you already know the name, good. And use the name and call them. Um, find some way of doing that that's um, suitable for you. So it's quite through the use of the name is you will get closer to it. So that's kind of your way in, that's your connection. Or any kind of the fetish, sympathetic, sympathetic magic, that's your way of, you know, like a way a sigil can be a connecting thing, say in a grimoire type of thing. The name in this case of your HGA is the thing that will connect you to and bring you closer together. Abraxas. What's going on right now? That's always a good question to ask, isn't it? And we'll go with Bibliomancy. And where does this one to go? All I ask is a change of ground. Give us this day our daily round. Um, so that's some sort of shift is happening. A change of ground, a shift, a ten, you know, the, what did I call it, Teutonic plates? That's not the word, you know what I mean, that, that are moving around the ground. There's a shift happening, and that's what's happening. And it seems to be, to do it, so give us our daily round, which is obviously a, a kind of pun on the gives today our daily bread, I assume. Gives a round. Round is like drinks, isn't it? So it's a celebration. Gives our daily celebration. There's a shift to a daily celebration rather than um, a daily despair. That's what I'm going with. Anyway, you can, uh, you can decide for yourself. So, good people of the internet, that is another divination done for the month. Um, I hope you find it helpful. I always find it fun to do these things and how interesting that the different, how does this things relate so well, like the, the, the direction question, which come up with a, a, literally an answer to uh, the answer was a, a direction and uh, things like that. Usually, as it, when you do a lot of divination for people like that, the same card will come up a number of times. It didn't this time, which is interesting, but we did less, I suppose, divinations. Anyway, that is all. Um, Tommy and Spud um, podcast has been on hiatus for the minute because Spud's down in, uh, in the country working away with horses and uh, spotting buffalo and having a, a proper adventure. I assume when he comes back, he will be all muscly, big beard, proper man, smelling of sandalwood. <laughs> And, you know, be able to chop wood with his hand. All of these kind of uh, toxic masculine <laughs> tropes that we have, I suppose. Um, but uh, as far as I know, we're starting again next week. If it's not next week, it'll be the week after. But it's not gone forever. Um, it's just we, we all had a bit of a break. And uh, life and stuff like that. But we're all in a good place. And, and I hope you're in a good place. And if you're not in a good place, my blessing for you is that your good place comes very soon. And that your best days are ahead. And that uh, look after yourself. And be well.